welcome to Cast Royale, the Clash Royale podcast for casual players. I'm Rob. And I'm Joe. And today we're going to be testing out our equipment and talking a little bit about the game. Cool. Um, so I actually, I mean, I think my audio sounds pretty good. Do I sound okay to you? You sound fine. I don't know how I sound because I don't hear anything back, but I'm assuming I sound awesome. I can tell you you sound beautiful. That's what I go for. Beautiful. No, you sound beautiful. And I, we hope that everyone listening if there's anyone listening, um, that it sounds okay. Hopefully we're not blowing your eardrums out. Um, but uh, just to get started, Joe, I think maybe um, I think maybe we should explain a little bit about who we are sure, um, and maybe why we're doing all this. Maybe we'll go into a little bit of background. So why don't you, I'll give the mic to you, Joe. So I'm Joe. Uh, I work for an accounting firm, big accounting firm in New York City. Uh, I've been, I guess I've been a gamer uh, for as, as long as I can remember. Uh, love playing video games, mostly role-playing games, um, where you can level someone up and kind of make them your own character. I guess like a World of Warcraft is my key game. Uh, I've also played a little bit of uh, League of Legends, um, obviously Clash of Clans, which is how I heard about Clash Royale, and uh, now Clash Royale. Uh, don't don't forget about the um, the other card game that we play. Ooh, ooh, can't forget about Hearthstone. Or Hearthstone, as people call it. I always mispronounce it, but uh, I actually love that game. My only problem with it is that I always get distracted when I'm playing. And for some reason, when people talk to me when I'm playing, which just so happens to be every time I'm playing. No, it happens every time. I automatically <laughs> screw up my turn. Every single time. Every single time. So, uh, but yeah, Hearthstone, thank you for the reminder, is an awesome game. I mean, Clash Royale is kind of the same. If you, I mean, the best thing is that it's three-minute increments, so you kind of fit it in almost anywhere. But, man, if you look up from that phone, you're kind of screwed. Oh, it's so true. Whenever anybody talks to me, I'm just like, literally, I just need one minute. Give me a minute and ten seconds, and you'll have my full attention. That's it. But, but when I finish saying that sentence, I'm dead. No, nah, it's over. I've, 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 that has happened to me way more times than I can even count. <laughs> it can't even, but, you know, it's frustrating. Um, I think... Joe, I think it's, I think before we keep going, I think it's worth pointing out because you mentioned Hearthstone. Yep. Um, I think it's worth pointing out that we both listen to uh, a great podcast um, about Hearthstone called Legend of the Innkeeper. And uh, they kind of inspired us to do this podcast. I mean, I've been a longtime listener. Um, there's a, a father daughter combo over there um, with their friend Espo. So big shout out to those guys. If you've never listened to them and you play Hearthstone, Highly recommend um, giving them a listen because they are the casual player podcast for Hearthstone. So I just want to give that little plug because I respect what they do. So sorry, I didn't mean to really steal, steal the, uh, the spotlight from you. I'm going to let you keep going. No, it's totally fine. Totally fine. But Rob, as you mentioned, um, the podcast for Hearthstone is a father-daughter combo. And I think it's probably worth mentioning to everybody out there that we our brothers. Very important, actually. Good, good call. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's a huge reason why we decided, obviously, to do the podcast. Also, you know, seeing the casual family member kind of dynamic was really cool. And we're trying to bring it out for Clash Royale. Totally. So to kind of sum up me, um, gamer, accountant from New York, and I actually live in New Jersey. So that's me, Rob. Why don't you give the uh, lowdown to everybody else. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I'm Rob. Um, and 
By profession, I guess I would be a data analyst. Um, I work for an IT health company in uh, Parsippany, New Jersey. Um, been doing that for almost a year now. Loving what I do. Um, when I'm home, I wouldn't say, I mean, when I was younger, I was a huge gamer. Now I'm way more into mobile games. So obviously things like Clash Royale and Hearthstone. Um, Pretty much anything that you can do from a device that goes into your pocket, I, I play. Um, but um, I did used to play League of Legends. Um, I did play WoW um, back in the early days. was never that serious, so please don't email and ask me all these questions about World of Warcraft because I can't answer them. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess just as a fun fact from a long time ago, I used to be a professional ice dancer um, with a skating partner. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I think maybe explaining why we're doing the podcast. Um, again, I mean, we mentioned like the, uh, the Hearthstone podcast inspiration. I think for us, the biggest thing is we are really not that good at this game. And I would like to be pretty upfront, um, about that, um, on our first episode. Um, we can get by, um, we know some strategies, but I think the biggest, the biggest, um, thing for us is to, uh, Joe, would you say that it's to learn to play with other people? Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to put it. I mean, we understand the dynamic of the game, kind of what the point of it is, but you know, when it comes to really figuring out how it works and how all the different cards come into play and how you can kind of synergize one of them with each of them with one another. Um, you know, I have no clue yet. So um, I think it's really just trying to build some sort of a community um, with us, not underneath us, but with us. And so that we can kind of learn from each other and, um, and move forward. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is getting um, feedback from people. Um, sure. If we ever get more than us two as listeners, <laughs> I would really like to uh, kind of share strategies, um, tips and tricks, uh, things we love, and God knows things we'd love to complain about with this game. Um, I can name a couple. I mean, not everything is uh, rainbows and butterflies, right? So, I mean, if we have something that we'd like to see changed in the game, we're going to talk about it. Um, Joe and I have many sessions uh, where we come up with things that we'd like to see done better. So if there are things that you think this game could be done or do better, uh, that's, this is, this is definitely the place to bring it. Um, we are going to try very hard to be positive most of the time. Um, like I said, sometimes constructive criticism, criticism, I think is necessary. Agreed. Hey Rob, off mm. the cuff, yeah. what is your favorite thing about the game? About the game? Yep. Hmm. Honestly, I think I, I like the fact that what first piqued my interest about this game was the fact that it was kind of, um, uh, it was almost like a tower defense mixed with RTS at the same time, but I mm -hmm. think the biggest thing was the card game aspect. You're not actually trading cards, you're not actually like, it's not like Magic the Gathering or like Hearthstone where you have like a mana thing or anything like that. I mean, you have Elixir in this game, which I guess would be kind of its equivalent, but something about having a small deck of eight cards versus 30 cards in Hearthstone it makes it really simple. You have to really strive um, to make a concise deck. Um, and I think that that's kind of where the complexities lie in. And I think that's what gets me every time when I open up this game. Very you, nice. How about you? Right back at you. 
I love the graphics. Hmm. The graphics are amazing. They, I think that Supercell did a really nice job just designing and laying out in a very, very clean, kind of modern sort of way. Um, with the, iOS the game platform. almost acts like an app. It's interesting, right? Like when you go through, you can scroll through those screens. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so simple. Like if you were to take what you would, what you would want to see in any application today, um, whether it's using the 3D touch or whether it's scrolling or swiping yeah, or whatever, like it, it utilizes it really touch. well. I like that it uses the, you're right. I like that it uses the 3D touch. A lot of games don't. Um, a couple do. Um, but I like that it's more of a, it's more like the right click on a Mac yeah. for this game. Like if you want to see more info about the card, you just deep press on the card. Fun fact. Yes. The App Store t- today or this week, I guess they change it every week. They featured apps that utilize 3D touch well as options that you would see when you go into the App Store. Oh, that's on there? Clash Royale was the second one on there. Nice. So props no that's good um actually it's funny that you bring that up um because uh one of the things that i noticed i mean i'm in the app store if if anyone listening is like me and joe we're in the app store almost every day just mainly out of boredom um but just if you if you went on the app store when this game first launched it was without a doubt the largest launch promotion i've ever seen for any game I mean, on the top of the screen, there was the Clash Royale main banner. And then underneath, there were like probably, I would say, six or seven individual banners that you could uh, tap on. And each one brought you to a section that was a description about a specific character in the game, like the dragon or the musketeer or um, the knight and the prince. I have never seen that much PR for a game, let alone an app. But But then you think about it and you say, well, why would they do that? Right. And for the longest time, if you go to top grossing apps, what was number one? Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. Yep. So they see, and they being Apple, they see the potential for extra revenue and they're going to devote any sort of resource to it. No, I agree. And who knows, you know, I mean, we don't really know the background stuff on it, but who knows if Supercell had a good deal with Apple. I mean, a lot of Gaming companies do not get exclusives like that. It's one thing to see one banner on the top and then one banner on the bottom, but one banner and six banners in the middle of the screen. I, I, was, I was impressed. Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, so maybe we could go into um, a little bit about us within the game, maybe like where we're at, um, our gamer tags, uh, trophy counts and stuff like that. And then maybe at the end, we can talk a little bit about the decks that we have. Sure. Did you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You know what? I'll take it. Cool. So my gamer name in Clash Royale is The Boom Man. All one word, The Boom Man. Boom. Um, boom. Mm-hmm. It's kind of my, my thing, as you will find out from Rob and I. We, we both say boom a lot, <laughs> so hence the name The Boom Man. It's an um, affirmative reaction to everything on the planet. That's right. People are like, what does boom mean? Right. And boom is like a point of emphasis. Boom is If everything. someone says something that you like, boom, you just boom it. Mm-hmm. If someone says something that you don't like, you're not going to boom it. In fact, you might, you might move it. You might like reverse it yeah, to show news. that you don't like yep. it. But in any case, my trophy count is Hopefully, Hold on. Hopefully that doesn't make us both sound like tools. If it does, we apologize to everyone. Just know that we like the word boom. That's all that matters. And if you think we're tools, 
you should try it sometime. Yes, no, do And it. I guarantee you, you will love it too. Yep. We can be, we can all be tools together. All right, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What are you, what's your trophy no, no, count? That's cool. I actually just recently got to 1500. I'm actually Whoa. 1544. So, um, but to be honest with you, I, I don't really find myself staying there very often. I find myself getting up to something that's really high for that point in time. Like at the time of 1300, it was 1300, but then I would, you know, almost immediately, just as quickly as I get up there, go back down to like 900. Um, so I find myself in pretty big winning and losing streaks a lot, which uh, kind of, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. So at, at 1544, I am at Arena 5, which I guess is called the Spell Factory or Spell Valley. Um, Spell Valley. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's where the wizard gets unlocked and some really cool mirror card, but I haven't gotten it yet or used it, but I've seen it used. Um, so. And for those of you that don't know um, or haven't necessarily made it that high, um, you need 1,400 or more trophies to be in that. So I'd say that you got a good cushion, right? Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's, you know, it's interesting. I think there's been times where I've gotten down to like 1350, but it doesn't like demote me back to the prior. I've seen that to the, to the prior factory, which I guess is Pekka's playhouse. But yeah, I haven't gotten kicked out yet, but you know, I find myself teetering on the brink of being kicked out quite often, to be honest. Yep. Well, that, that would be where I am. So. Currently, well, first my uh, my in-game uh, gamer tag is nonstop rug, which for I'm not even going to go into the explanation, but there is a funny story and it has to do with Xbox uh, Live, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, so I have 1,070 uh, trophies, which leaves me at Arena Four. I am right on the cusp of getting kicked out of this freaking arena, though. You are right there, man. No, I'm there. Um, and it's isn't a, it 1100? No, I I think so. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, it's 1100. Um, I honestly I don't even know why I'm still in it. I mean, it should have kicked <laughs> me out a long time ago. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm sure I'm gonna face someone from Japan and just lose, and that'll, that'll be it. Um, that happens quite no, often. No offense actually. to anyone from Japan, but I've noticed that anyone with an Asian name and or an Asian clan, you will roll me. That's it. That's all I have right now. So I just I roll my eyes every time I face one of you. Are you at the point where if you see one of them, you just you just don't drop any units? You just you just use the cry em- emoji? Nope, I've done that. Um, <laughs> and I've also just taken what like like I mean the the horde is the, you know, the three, the three gargoyle guys. I'll just drop them and let them fly across the field. I like, I just, I don't care at that point. Attack. Um, Yep, exactly. Um, So arena four, for those of you who caught it when Joe said was um, Pekka's playhouse, you need 1100 plus trophies um, to be in that one. Like I said, I have no idea why I'm still there, but I'll take it. Um, And this is going to be where you're probably going to get the, the, the minion horde, right? If I'm if I'm looking at this correctly, the Hog Rider, um, and it's where you get Pekka, Pekka, yo Pekka, and just a little little epic news. Um, today I unlocked Pekka for the first time, and I was very excited. You sent me a screenshot, I think immediately after opening it, yo. in a text message, and I just looked at it and I was like, damn. I really wish I had that. Yo, card. remember when we used to go to Toys R Us and mom and dad would be like, all right, so you get to pick out one game 
and you'd go and pick out the N64 games and it had like the little piece of paper slips and then you'd yep. take the slip and give it to mom and she'd go and get it from the counter because they don't, they don't keep the games um, in the in back the of the box. store. Yeah, yeah, no. So that was that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's corny, but it was, but it was good. True. Yeah, no, it was good. But um, man, seven elixir to get that guy on the field. And you know what? When I drop him, he takes, and I don't know if this is because he's, I don't think it's because he's an epic because I've had epics where when you drop them, they come out like within a full second. Like, you know, it, it puts them. No, he takes three seconds. To he deploy. takes a long time to deploy. Yeah. Yeah. But you know why? I, I think the reason why is because if you drop him, if you, if he drops and then he deploys one second later, mm-hmm. you have less time to drop something else with him. Right, so and I guess you, it gives you time to, to build up Elixir, right? Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. what I think I'm trying to do right now, um, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to essentially replace my um, giant musketeer drop combination strategy and just use P.E.K.K.A. instead of the giant right? and see what happens because that guy's got a lot of health. Plus he attacks, so. Um, and I don't, how much does the musketeer cost? Four? Four. Yeah, four. Um, so let's, I guess let's talk about um, the cards that we have in our deck. I mean, we're not going to keep this going for too much longer, um, but I guess since I already started, I'll finish out the rest of my deck. So obviously I threw in Pekka. Um, he's level one. Seven Elixir. Um, the rest of my deck, as, as everybody knows, or maybe, maybe some people haven't really started to play the game yet, and they're just getting into it now, um, you can only have eight cards in your deck at any one time. The nice thing about this game is you have three different decks. So um, at the top of the screen, you'll see uh, a one, a two, and a three. Those are actually three separate decks. So, I mean, if you didn't want to mess around with your main deck or you want to try different variations, it's nice. I like that the game actually gives you that option. Um, So as of right now, again, please don't judge. I don't really know if I made a good deck or not. I'm just kind of going with what I like. Um, I obviously have P.E.K.K.A., um, I have a level four musketeer, um, a level one prince, because I just can't get another prince in any chest I ever open. So I don't know if he's going to stay in my deck too much longer, but for right now, he, he does the damage that I need if I can get him out quick enough. Um, I managed to level up my arrows to level seven. So they do, a, they do a good amount of damage. Um, the area damage is 202. So it takes out almost every small minion. Yeah, that's pretty good. I would say. Um, Then I have a level four Valkyrie, um, a level six uh, Barbarians, a level six Minions, um, and then I have a level three Hog Rider. That's probably the weakest link in my deck right now. Um, The problem is I just don't have enough cards. Uh, favorite card in your deck right now is the favorite card in my deck right now. Um, yep. um probably the musketeer. Actually, I think she's yeah. um I think she's a really versatile character. <laughs> I like that she's able to attack ground and air. But man, it, I mean, right now my strategy has been to tuck her away behind something else. Yeah. So it was the giant. I got rid of the giant and put Pekka in there. So right now it's going to be to put her behind Pekka in, in like a, a Hail Mary situation. I'll throw her behind um, the Valkyrie 
yep. just in case. It's nice because the Valkyrie could kind of ward off all the little hordes of the skeletons and those stupid goblin guys. <laughs> God. Sounds like you like them a lot. <laughs> yeah, please. Don't even You've get You've had good experiences yeah. with them? I have, yeah. They're, I just, I think the thing about those is that I know that I understand that they're weak and that I, I, I understand. So I understand that they're weak. I just, I cannot handle that they cost so little elixir. So if you have a deck comprised mostly of goblins, I mean, just the regular goblins is two. Then if you throw in the spear goblins, hey, they're also two. Then if you throw in the goblin barrel, all right, that's four. So that's not too bad. But I mean, if you throw in the goblin hut, five, that's probably the most expensive goblin card that I've seen. I'm sure there are higher ones. Um, again, there's, I don't think we said this, but there's 48 cards in the game. I've only ever seen or collected 31 of them. So yeah, I'm at 30, so I'm not far behind. Yeah. But in any case, a lot of that might be over some people's heads. Um, if you haven't really dove into the game yet, but, um, we will actually next week or another time be going in depth on each individual card, uh, to kind of give you some more background and kind of how it can be used in a little more detail. So. Um, just for now, know that we hate goblins. Yep. Yeah, that, that pretty much pinpoints it. Um, so, that, I mean, that's enough about my deck, I think. What about, uh, what do you got going on? I mean, you're doing something right because you're in Spell Valley. That's, that's where I'm at. So, I've got a level 4 Valkyrie. I've got a level 2 Baby Dragon, which I think you are wishing you had. Um, I've it's, I've got, it drives me crazy that I didn't have that, that I don't have that <laughs> card yet, dude. I know. I've got a level four musketeer. My arrows aren't quite as good as yours, but they are level six. So no, it's still good. Blade. What's the damage on a level six arrow? Uh, one eighty four area damage. So hmm. they they still clear a lot of the smaller things, but they don't do as much damage as yours. I've got um I've got a level two skeleton army, which is really really cool. Uh, it throws down like twenty small skeletons which basically just throw off any big unit that someone throws down i've got a level four hog rider level seven barbarians and then i've got my lonely level one witch the witch is really good too for those of you that don't know the witch is a character real quick that passively um summons three little skeletons every three seconds right so yeah another one that's really good because the skeletons will distract whatever's in front of you on the ground. Um, I guess in the air too, but then the witch can kind of do her damage from the back of the line. That's right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I guess my favorite, my favorite out of all of these is the baby dragon. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, at level two, it's got like almost 900 health. It, that much? Yeah. It's got like 900 health. It, it only costs four elixir and it does, it attacks as, um, area splash damage and it's 110 area damage so i mean it kills small units on the floor it attacks air obviously so it's um it easily carried me from 1100 to like 1400 it's got a it's got a good amount of splash damage too right that's the big thing right because like you could throw that thing down and then just kind of walk away and not worry about all the little guys that are going to get thrown down in front of it because they're just going to die and then that's it so yeah, that's my deck. Um, we can kind of go into, I guess we don't really have to go into 
um, why we built what we built yet. We kind of, I mean, I don't even know why I have what I have in my deck yet. So I'm still trying to figure that out, to be honest with you. I don't know a lot anyway. So you're, you're preaching to the choir. Don't worry. <laughs> and the people that are listening, um, hopefully you're in the same boat. Um, I think, uh, this will be really good for us. I mean, a will hopefully get better in the game. Um, and, uh, B hopefully we'll get better at podcasting. So, and then C we'll have fun. I'm going to steal a line from Espo from legend of the innkeeper. Um, he always says fun guaranteed. So that's exactly what we're going to try and do here each week. I mean, the whole point of this game is to have fun. I understand Joe, you can attest to this. It is extremely easy to get frustrated. Oh my God. Right. It's, it's very easy to get frustrated. And if you're holding an iPhone that can, eh, you don't, don't, don't start flinging your stuff around. Just put the phone down. Go do something else for a little while. Don't walk forget. away. Each game is Take only a three minutes. Seconds. Right? It's really not. It's not Grab that a beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, or definitely drink a beer if, if you're, you're able. If you're, if you're able to drink a beer legally, yeah, <laughs> drink a beer. Um, but I think uh, we're we're running about where I wanted us to be for our first episode. Agreed. Um, so I think I'll bring us out. Um, that's really all we have. Um, be sure to join our clan in the game. We created a clan. We thought it would be um a nice way for people who listen to the podcast to kind of share tips and. Um, talk to each other. Also, it's the only way currently that you can play other people that you know. So um, be sure to join that. The name of the clan is um, appropriately named Cast Royale. Um, it is invite only. And when you send us an invite, please do us a favor. Make sure that you write the word podcast in the invitation so we know you came from here. And if you have any feedback for us, questions, comments, things you like or dislike about the game, or things you want us to cover, just email us at castroyale at icloud.com. Be sure to check us out sometime next week um, when we get our first official episode. We are still new to the podcasting game. So I would say barring any delays, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.